Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. Friends, it's been a minute. My message for today is keep your shields up. I don't know how your life has reflected the episodes of the darkness in the world, but I can tell you that so many of my friends have had situations in the last week where there's been quite a bit of struggle in a number of ways and in several of my friendships, that there's been uh, severe visits to the ER, including in my family. So I am entering again into the episode-making mindset after having been uh, in Europe for a little while and returning to medical situations that needed to be addressed and all of that in the midst of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit after Easter. So friends, in the midst of hardship, lift up your hands to heaven and ask the Lord to shield the territory that he has given for you to protect, to uphold, to nourish, because he is ready with all the hosts from heaven to come to our assistance. I have also had the tremendous joy of participating in a beautiful flamenco show where I had the joy of dancing four dances in the middle of all of the turmoil that was going on. And we have to allow our daily life to crucify us in that way where we're one hand, we are holding very, very difficult situations at times great struggles of heart or of health or finance. I see friends and family members struggling with very, very difficult situations. And we have to hold with the other hand, outstretching ourselves, pointing our heart to the sun, where we ask the Lord to give us his strength and give us his rest so that we can continue entering into our life with joy. Flamenco is that for me, friends. I have danced flamenco um, in a show just a couple of days ago, and we had lots of trainings, and it was beautiful to allow the Pentecost joy to express itself in the midst of difficulties through dance. Do you know, friend, that joy is both an incredible gift and fruit from the Holy Spirit but it is also a weapon in times of darkness. Our joy is a weapon against darkness. When we enter into joy, when we allow ourselves joyfully to stand in the middle of difficulties, praising the Lord, worshiping, 
allowing ourselves to be expressions of joy, we find that the Lord has a vehicle in us through which he can speak because the Lord is clear when he says, I have come that you may have joy and that your joy may be complete. We've had beautiful readings in the last week or so, the last 10 days. We had the beautiful readings of the Ascension where we finished in the Acts of the Apostles. And we saw that Paul was traveling in orderly sequence through the territories and, and sailing. And we he encounters Apollos, an eloquent speaker that arrives in Ephesus. And if you've had the blessing of going to Ephesus, I highly recommend going to the theater. My husband and I went there and we read the letter to the Ephesians, knowing that that would have been a place where Paul would have preached. So here we've got an eloquent speaker, Apollos, arriving there, and he's an authority on the scriptures, and he's been instructed in the way of the Lord. Maybe that's you or me or both of us. And with an ardent spirit, he is speaking and teaching accurately about Jesus. That is a beautiful picture of someone that's heard this, the good news and the stories of our Lord and is so in love with the Lord and so alive in the spirit, the ardent spirit, he is teaching. He knew the baptism of John and hadn't been baptized yet by one of the apostles, but he's speaking boldly in the synagogue, friends, whether you are learned or whether you are learning. Apollos is a perfect example of how the Lord will fill up the gaps in the things that we don't know. And I take that to heart in doing these podcasts because my knowledge is so limited in many ways. And there's been episodes even where I've had to go back and check something because I thought, what was the full detail of that? And then I have found other things that were important that I really forgot or that I didn't know at times. But Apollos is such a great example of carrying within us such an ardent spirit and a desire to teach accurately about Jesus that when we miss the mark in some way, we're going to rely on others around us to help us through their instruction. And that's what happens with Priscilla and Aquila. We've heard that they are people in the same trade as Paul, that Paul has encountered and they've had connection in Corinth. We've seen them in the, in the readings from the Easter season into Pentecost. And these two individuals take him aside and explain to him the way of God more accurately. Friends, what an inspiring story for this season, the magnificent season of Easter that ends in Pentecost and continues moving with the resounding feasts that come after that. And that we may be willing to receive accurate explanations from others like Apollos and that we may be bold enough to offer brotherly and sisterly correction as P, uh, Priscilla and Aquila are doing. And when he wanted, when Apollos wanted to cross to Achaia, the brothers encourage him, they write to the disciples there to welcome him. And after he arrives, he gives great assistance to those who have come to believe through faith. 
he vigorously refuted the Jews in public, establishing from the, the scriptures that Jesus is Christ. Friends, let us pray today that we may have that zeal in that ardent spirit, that desire to reach to those around us, to instruct, to explain, to be of assistance. And what is the psalm that is offered to us today is Psalm 47. God is king of all the earth. We are small creatures and God is the king. So we can lift up our hands and shout to God with cries of gladness for the Lord, the most high, the awesome is the great king over all the earth. For the king of the earth, friends, is accompanying us in our journeys. And our best job is to try to get out of the way, to open our hearts and our minds in such a way that the Lord can use us as his vehicles. And a great way for that is joy and a great way to encounter joy are hymns of praise. So the psalm today encourages us to have cries of gladness, to gather and to sing and to worship as we move through our life and we receive heavenly assistance. We have a reading today that the church pairs for us where Jesus in John chapter 16 says to you and me, to the disciples, Amen, Amen, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now, you've not asked anything in my name. Ask and you will receive so that your joy may be complete. Friends, we receive the same message today. That joy is a gift the Lord wants to give us. That when we ask his heavenly father for something in Jesus's name, we will receive it. And our joy may be complete. And we see the Lord speaking in figures of speech. And saying that there will be a time that we will receive instruction more clearly. And that it is because of the love of the Father unto the Son and the Son unto us. That we have a unity with the Holy Trinity. And Jesus is telling us, I've come into the world. I left my Father's throne room to come to you. But now I'm leaving the world and returning. And in that return, friends, he's asking us to stay in joy. These are readings from the joy of the ascension that continues to reverberate with the joy of the resurrection. And friends, you can see all around the world, in many places, the Ascension is celebrated on a Thursday. In many other places, is celebrated on a Sunday. And then 10 days after that Ascension is Pentecost. So I wanted to make sure that I went back to those readings and shared the joy that the Lord is inspiring us to have and to know that it is a weapon, friends, that we use that not because we wait for joy to come to us, but because we conquer it, because we use it, we wield it, we bring it on. We don't wait sitting, moping when things are going wrong, but we sing and dance and allow the Lord to use us as his vehicle. So let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, 
You have come to give us joy. We receive it, Father. We allow the Holy Spirit to fill us with the joy of heaven. We sing with the angels and the archangels. We ask that these angels and archangels fill our world, fill our homes, fill our workplaces, fill our schools, so that the joy of the Lord may be complete in us and through us for the salvation of the world. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.